morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blacksons Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man, like Mo, out here. Full furnace, once again, all the fire, all Blah. the furnace. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yo, monitoring for Robert is stress. <laughs> it's stress. I'm just seeing peaking all over the place. Damn, when you're at the top, it's all peaks. You're just going to mute him. You know, <laughs> it's turning down to zero. Hey, shout out to my haters. That's PR. <laughs> <laughs> that was correct timing, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Alright, uh, who's in the hot seat this week? Mo. Oh, oh. sir. Yeah. Because Robert was in the hot seat last week. Hot oh. seat? Hot, hot seat? Um, I hot don't know what you're thinking week. about. Yeah. Hot seat? <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Alright. Alright, cool. I got questions. I got this. Yeah, I know. I know. Mo's down for the hot seat anyway. So, um, demon possession things. Mm-hmm. So, if you're possessed by a demon, mm-hmm. does that mean that the Holy Spirit is not within you? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's them demon possession sounds, isn't it? Because <laughs> it it's it's essentially um, if. Like, if the spirit is in you, no darkness can dwell where the light is. And so, even when we look through the New Testament, most of the times that there were um, exorcisms, all of the times that there were exorcisms, um, it was in people who were either Jewish or Gentile. But there, there was a sense in which, when we, even when we looked after the Acts, when we look into Acts rather than the Gospels, we don't see any mention of any of the disciples being demon-possessed. Mm. Any of them. It was all to do with, um, as a sign, it, it almost comes across as a sign to unbelievers or as a sign for those not already inside. I be- personally believe that if you're indwelt by the Holy Spirit, a demon cannot dwell within you. Because mm-hmm. you've got, now that doesn't denote, that doesn't negate that you may still have some tendencies that aren't healthy, but that comes with, but that gets removed with the renewal of your mind. Yeah, you still got the flesh. You still got the flesh. And with the renewal of the mind and sanctification, you're being made into what God already sees you. So you, you are can whole. still be attacked by demons without, yeah, I, I believe you can demons. still be oppressed by demons. Mm. And so demonic oppression may look like persecution. Mm. There's different ways in which demonic oppressions may look. It may even look like um, a demon um, possessing someone beside you who isn't safe to then oppress you. So sometimes it may literally be like your boss is being mean, not necessarily because of him, but because there's an entity behind it. As the Bible says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against uh, spiritual powers and principalities and stuff. So there may be something pulling. So because they aren't in Christ, there's an open door there for the enemy to to attack you via another human being. Um, So yes, I believe that if the Holy Spirit is in you, there can't be a demon in you. Um, like the Holy Spirit isn't going to cohabit ha- cohabit with mm. a demon, mm. Mm. and cool. so that's so yeah. I don't believe if you're f- you switch on a light in a dark room, there yeah. can't be darkness. It's extinguished. Um, I, I think just in addition to that, I think even it's worth remembering that the devil isn't necessarily scared of Jesus. Like he went to tempt him face to face as well. However. You know, Jesus is victorious and has the power. Yeah. And and, and so th- it could literally be a demon. You know, attacks and oppression are not um, excluded from what you could go through as a Christian. However, I do believe that you can't be yeah. indwelt by yeah. a demon. I almost see some, Sometimes the deliverance services, we, we do make stuff up for... You know, yeah. for the occasion. Yeah. Um, but once you've received Christ, I yeah. think at the end of the day, everything else is just dealing with the flesh and dealing mm-hmm. with strongholds that you might have or yeah. whatever addictions or whatever yeah but yeah you know i really i'm starting to really dislike the, and it isn't just a pentecostal notion but we make everything a demon or make everything a spirit um spiritual laziness you know like that <laughs> yeah when sometimes we're just dealing with the flesh yeah yeah and we need to not necessarily get practical and get habits and blah 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 but you can't pray out someone's laziness sometimes. Um, but just be like, no, like, what 
practical mm. diligence, blah, blah, blah. Start mm. to emphasize that. Um, like even going through the Proverbs and stuff, where it's just like the dili- like if you are not diligent, yeah. um, like the um, poverty will creep in like a thief in the night and stuff like that. Mm. But just challenging, yeah, challenging. Mm. So what's it? Um, I think it's Martin Luther in one of his books mentions he doesn't question a person's uh, actions. He questions why they believe they can act like that. Mm. So mm. it's questioning the thought process okay. behind it mm. rather than the actions themselves. Because if you're questioning the actions, then everyone is like, no one is, is, is in the right because everyone does mistakes. But if you question why you believe you can do that, then at least you can move them towards um, towards God. Because then it's like one person's actions. Nah, but yeah, it's, it's questioning the, ac- uh, the thought process more so than the actions itself. Um, mm. So yeah, I don't believe, personally believe that... Um, once you're indwelt by the Holy Spirit, you can be possessed by a demon. Cool. You can be oppressed by a demon um, or persecuted by a demonic inspiration. Um, but yeah, not possessed. Cool. Okay. Could Peter? Someone has he joined. went into the phone, but <laughs> hey, he's had this for a minute. Uh, so there's the studies uh, join parallels between the communion and well the communion and uh the whole saga of christ um death was right well the 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 bridal the the marriage theme within the communion christ going to prepare a place the bridegroom all of that and the jewish tradition of marriage and betrothal Mm. so in similar fashion, when a Jewish man wants to get married, he tell his dad. His dad would arrange. They'd uh, they'd do a thing. They'd have a feast. He would drink from the cup and offer the cup to his bride. Mm. If the bride accepted it, then she accepted the proposal. Mm. After which, they'd separate. He'd go and build a room, mm-hmm. normally adjacent his dad's room, and then when the room was ready, his dad would decide when he would go and then take his bride. Mm. Similar to Christ saying, I'm going to go and prepare a place for you. Mm. Um, and I don't know the time or the hour, mm-hmm. but God, the Father yeah. only knows, etc. Now, he says, in my father's house, there are many rooms. <laughs> what did he mean by that? If this sort of allegory sort of makes sense with marriage and stuff. Mm. Who are those rooms for? Mm? <laughs> <laughs> you might whispered it. What did he say? <laughs> I'm sure you hear all your editing. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked the time as well. I decided what to look for. What, what, what does that mean? Um, so, firstly, I like that allegory. Mm. Um, and with allegories and parables and everything like that, there's always somewhere it falls short mm. it doesn't quite convey everything and so in as much perfect as perfect trying to yeah perfect, so perfect and so even it with it lining up very nice and i even see the correlations to like the Ghanaian tradition mm. Mm. and i know that the Ghanaian tradition very much tried to take it from i think it's um rebecca and jacob yeah try mm. to follow along that that trajectory um Isaac. Isaac. I was yeah. about to say Isaac, but don't know why. Yeah. I, I was struggling with that one as well yeah. earlier on. Yeah. So yeah, Isaac and Rebecca was yeah. just like following on that trajectory. Mm. Um so and I do know that there's a lot of like symbology and typology and shadows and stuff like that. Mm. But it's almost Christ is the fullness and um our language and stuff kind of falls short. Absolutely. In uh, when it dips into that. So even when it it's, uh, speaks about um marriage mm-hmm. it um the original intention for marriage when paul was speaking about it, i can't remember where but he he skips adam and eve yeah and goes straight to christ and the bride, bride yeah. even before the foundations of the earth mm. um so that's very intriguing and so it's almost like our or the jewish model was almost modeled from mm. div- divinity yeah. but even that was fallen and broken and so it in as much as we're trying to reflect back it was reflected forward and we've taken something broken and we're trying to reflect that back onto yeah, divinity. Yeah, yeah. Um, if that makes sense to the listeners, hopefully it does. <laughs> um, so the way that I have always perceived that scripture mm-hmm. was almost many rooms for the many disciples. Okay. The individual disciples okay. rather than the one bride. Okay, okay. Um, 
But in correlation to that, the the wedding feast, that then is, is it almost insinuates, oh, so what? I'm a gigolo, and it likes a death. What are you on? But um, again, that goes contrary to what Jesus says the purpose of marriage is. Mm. Um, but I think, yeah, that, that's the way that I've always understood the scripture. Mm. Um, because the he when he said, I'm going somewhere to prepare a room, um, one of the disciples says, where are you going? And why? where are you going we don't mm. know the place or something we don't mm. know the way or something like mm. that and um he was like i am the way the right. truth and the life yeah. and um yeah. also saying um you've n and also the disciple says um jesus has has said if you know me you know if you see me you've, you've seen the father mm -hmm. after the disciple has said show us the father um mm -hmm. and so within that within that narrative it was very much the way that i've always understood it was very much in line with I am speaking to my disciples mm. rather than I'm speaking to a collective of Christians mm. as the bride, okay. if that makes sense. So yeah. I'm speaking to, so Peter, you've got a room. Thomas, you've got a room. Mm. John, you've got a room. Like there are many rooms in my father's house. Mm. Like you guys are taken care of mm. and you will all be with me in my glory um, mm. rather than as one. Mm. And as much as you will be as one, but you will all be with me in mm. my glory. So that's how I've understood it. Um, and so this has really challenged me to just be like, ah, mm. I've almost assumed or taken it for granted. So mm -hmm. to kind of just go back to it and just think, um, was he speaking about a collective bride mm. or was he speaking about um, the totality of the church? Mm. Um, not as a unit mm. in as much as we will be a unit, mm. but as individual members of a unit. Mm having that individual oh space gosh. within and that's how i've seen it mm. individual members of the body mm. Mm. having that so okay. and I, even the the wedding feast mm. where the bride is with the groom and stuff i've never necessarily seen it as all the christians morph into this one mm. thing one. Okay. but rather like the fullness of the christians are at that table or whatever okay. enjoying the feast with mm. him mm. um mm. that's how i've seen it okay. and that's interesting to kind of reflect mm. and just think biblically. Mm. Um, how does it, because even um, the um, type in terms of Noah's Ark, yeah. where Jesus is the Ark and yeah. we're in him. Yeah. Again, type um, foreshadows and stuff. Mm. It's not going to be direct, but mm. the animals don't transform into one animal. No. They're all individuals within the ark. Within. Um, and so kind of just seeing that correlation with him saying, um, in heaven you will be like the angels. So mm. it's not necessarily that you're all going to be amalgamated into one, no. but there's going to be that individuality. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's how I've kind of seen it. Mm. Um, so even the bride image for me is, in, is intriguing because I'm just like, I'm a part of a bride, mm. but do I then almost... Is it like Power like Power Rangers where we morph into, into one, one thing? thing. Mm, mm. Even if we do morph into one thing in Power Rangers, it's there's still individual. the individual yeah. elements within it. Mm. So yeah, that's that'll be interesting. And we may never find out until mm. um Christ comes comes back. Um So I was yeah. gonna send I was gonna send a voice note on Wednesday. I was gonna call it Wacky Wednesdays because it's a theory. <laughs> random it's completely left field and I don't think this is true and it doesn't matter. Mm. But <laughs> do you mind if I throw it in there? Yeah. All right, so part two of the question is, in John 10, uh, 14 as well. Man gave us says, the actual, yeah. That's, that's how you know I'm serious about this stuff, yeah? <laughs> this this isn't real. Don't don't come at me because... <laughs> come at him, come at him. It's heresy. In John 10, 16, he says, I have other sheep besides these that are not of this fold. I must bring them in also. And they will listen to my voice and pay attention to my call and they will become one flock with one shepherd. Most likely, this is the Gentiles. Mm. Most likely, and most likely, the the other rooms are either the Gentiles or you know, like there's different um, dynamics with different phases. So Israel has its own sort of dynamic with mm. God being God's people. Mm -hmm. The Gentile bride has its own. Yeah. And, you know, the end time Jews, the hundred and forty four thousand probably will have their own dynamic. So I think that lies. Man comes like Solomon. Just <laughs> the different brides. That, that lines up a little bit more with, you know, the yeah. individual individuality of those sort of rooms. Yeah. However, 
what if especially as statistically speaking it is likely there is life (laughs) (laughs) outside of earth Mm. what if the other sheep are aliens the other rooms of other come like a little other sentient multiverse things where it's like different multiverse (laughs) earths are in different rooms after they took the infinity rings infinity stones and all that Thanos just come on um that would be intriguing um that would be intriguing because it just that then denotes in the different earths or the different places all of them fell or they didn't or they didn't Uh if that makes sense like or they didn't, and they, but they all still have a relationship with a creator. Yes, but and um, that then would be interesting from a perspective of if Adam and Eve hadn't had fallen, and we were still living in the pre-fall state. Mm. If God had intended for us to be with Him in heaven, why didn't He just place us there? Why did He fashion Earth and place us here mm. to then say, "Okay, cool, now you can come up." Mm. Or, oh, yeah, and I want you closer now. Um, so it's almost it's almost as if the fall warranted or then created a path for us to then go up. Because, mm-hmm. um, again, it lines up with the lamb that was who was slain before the foundations of the earth. Mm-hmm. And so that was almost the culmination of everything, which also ties in with glorification. Mm-hmm. Not only us being glorified, but Jesus being glorified in us and through us when we see him. Mm-hmm. <coughs> And seeing God's redemptive plans and stuff kind of at play, mm. um, so yeah, it would it would assume that everyone made a mistake, mm. like all the different Earths, all the different planets made a mistake. But the way Robert has just zoned out right now, <laughs> <laughs> sorry man. I just want you guys to be done to be honest. <laughs> like all of them have um, made a mistake, which would comfort me. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, so you guys messed up as well. Cool, mm. we're in this together. Mm. Um, and even in different conditions, in different life, in different like planets or whatever, mm. different universes, you guys to all have sinned and fallen mm. short of mm. the glory of God. So there's none who is. But a random side note as well Adam didn't necessarily, Adam was there. We mm-hmm. don't know how long for, but he didn't fall. So it could have been that Eve didn't fall, but there's nothing to say that one of us wouldn't. Because yeah. still have to be free. Yeah. So at yeah. some point, someone could have. Someone could have fallen. Yeah, yeah at some so. point, someone could have fallen. Right. Um, and I find it very interesting that God didn't, in the biblical narrative, God didn't turn up until after Adam ate. Yeah. Because he could have yeah. turned up as soon as Eve ate. Yeah. And, and just be like, like, what are you doing? Well, got to race you. You know, like that. Like, yeah. well, go on. Mm. Um, but it was almost as, as if like the well, one... He could have stopped it the way he stopped Abraham from killing Isaac. He could, he, he could have stopped her. No, but the thing is with Abraham, Abraham's actions was an act of obedience. Yeah. He wouldn't have done that yeah. of his own accord. Abraham was an act of obedience. I do get the point in terms of God could have stopped it, but yeah. then it would almost be like... Will. Yeah, it wouldn't be free will. Because if, if I give you the opportunity, if I stop you from having the opportunity to disobey me, then you don't really... Oh no, but the difference right. between saying stop and actually stopping her. So he could have said, you don't do it. And that would have given kind of what he said. To... That's kind of what he said. Yeah, but it's different. <laughs> it's like... What, to repeat himself? In the moment, like your child's about to put yeah. their hand into fire. <laughs> These time you turn around, don't do that. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, don't let them do it and say, I told you before, don't put your hand into fire. <laughs> he, oh, 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 when Abraham was going to kill Isaac, Abraham stopped. Get behind me, Satan. I'm killing this child. He's, he's seen the video of the cat that was about to tip over a glass. And, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. No. The no. cat stops. <laughs> No, and it stops again. No, and then just tips it over. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think uh, it will be slightly different, but I think that that there's a reflection on the headship of the man, in that the consequences of the sin came down after he engaged in it as well. Mm. Um, so I find that fascinating. Um, so yeah, it could have just been like she did it, and ah, oh, Adam, eat it as well. No, hmm. you're gonna hold this L by yourself, yeah. oh. and then obviously, as a husband, yeah. don't quite know how I feel about that. Mm. 
Um, actually, I do. You're holding this L by yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it, it it's that, and so I find always find it intriguing. And so even in a different place, if Adam hadn't have done it, I, I would be interested to see how that played yeah, out. Played out yeah. um, if only like the, the female side would have been cursed, or if Adam had done it and Eve hadn't have done it, how would that have played out? Mm. Um, so yeah, that would be interesting to kind of see how it played. But yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see. Um, how Jesus manifested himself in these different places. Because mm. mm. it'd be like, oh, so mm. Mm. with the three-eyed peoples, you have three eyes. <laughs> with the people who like squids, you are, you are like that squids. That fits in with the Kingsman Redeemer. He has to be one of them. Yeah. So yeah, they have to so it'll be interesting as one of them. But, and plus, yeah. I'll be very interested to see if these things happen simultaneously. Because he's, he's infinite. infinite. He's outside the time. So he sh- he'll be able to manifest himself at the same time within all of these dimensions yeah, 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 yeah. to be able to get this redemptive yeah. thing done. So I'm like, ah. I just want to say, I don't believe in aliens yet. <laughs> and I'm not twisting scripture or anything. I just feel like it's, I feel, I f- I feel it's good to stretch like our understanding because the more we stretch, the more we force ourselves to look more critically at the mm. world. And I think it's, I think it's good to to exercise yeah. like that yeah, but yeah. Just I'm, not, I'm not a flat earther right. entertaining wild thoughts wild 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 and not, not in the Rihanna not in the Rihanna <laughs> stream of thought but Robert, yeah Robert, Robert you can wake up now stay woke <laughs> take a nap alright so um, this topic was inspired by um, a listener who asked me to speak about this subject so I've, I've had to Go into my mind and see how I can turn this into a topic. Are you going to say which listener it is? Nah, bruv. This is it a male or female listener? It's female. Of course it's going to be female. Of course it's a female. I apologise. I don't know. Bro, I just say on brand, you know. Crazy. <laughs> Actually, how can it be a guy? Crazy. Crazy. Anyway, so. <laughs> there's this show on Netflix called Love is Blind. Mm. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. I've heard, I've heard some stuff about it. I haven't seen it. You would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like one of those like um, social experiment shows okay. where they have like 10 guys, 10 girls and um, they have to talk and get to know each other in pods but they can't see each other. So like, oh, okay. so, so it's like they're trying to see if, if people can develop feelings and feelings for each other without, without actually seeing the person. Okay. That's level one. Oh, wow. Level two. So they're in these, they're, they're in the space for ten days, okay. So so so, so, so they've got ten days of just interacting with like all the different guys and girls with, with each other, mm. trying to build connections and stuff. Mm. In these ten, <laughs> in these ten days, um, they have to see whether they can find someone that they could marry. <laughs> okay, Peter's getting stressed already. Right, I'm getting so stressed. So they've got ten days to basically propose to someone and say, "Do you want to marry me?" Okay, and then after that they've got like a month before the wedding, so a month where they go back into the real world, then get to know each other, get yeah. to see each other's family, yeah. and then the wedding. Okay. So are uh, the girls able to propose to the guys as well, as well as the guys able to propose to the girls? One girl did. It made me so angry <laughs> because no, you know why it made me angry? Because he proposed to her, and she was like, "Nah, we're not doing this." And then she she said, she said, she said "Get up," <laughs> and what? she went out on his head her knee and then proposed to him. Why? Just because she's an independent woman and them things that crazy. Uh, good for you. But yeah, um, it's it's a, it's a really interesting show. Um, Doubt it. It was really funny. So like, there was this one guy who like proposed to a girl, but didn't tell tell her that he he is bisexual, and has <laughs> and has dated men in the oh, past, uh-huh. and yeah, that blew up and and interrupted crazily. There was another couple where. The woman was like 10 years older than the guy, but she was a pagan. And anyway, so there's all these different characters, all, 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 all these different dynamics. All right. Um, they haven't shown us which ones have gotten to the wedding yet. So like, mm-hmm. when is the last episode, which comes out sometime this week. Okay. And there's this one character called Barnett. He was a pagan, but he's, he's like simmered down okay. since, since, since he's been out of the pod. And um, obviously, um, your your family are gonna ask you why are you going to marry this girl that you've known for like ten days and stuff. Mm. Mm. 
and um, his answer's been a bit wishy-washy about why uh, why he wants to. So it got me thinking: what what is a good reason to to to, to want to marry someone? And we have two married people here, so I thought we can get your perspective. Mm. <coughs> It'll be good <laughs> to get your perspective, and then we we will send this to your pers- prospect. <laughs> and just be like, Fam, I'm listen. looking to get married at the minute. I'm just. <laughs> what do you say? I'm looking to get married at the minute. You're not looking to get married. Not at the minute. As in, like, get married right now? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That was just, which is fine. Um, I think, so for me, a major part of. Um, what was the question again? What's a good reason to get married? A, ma- a major part of a good, quote unquote, a good reason. Is and I know that some people fall on different the different sides of this camp, but believing that she's the one that God has like carved out for me. Do you believe in the one? I do. Okay. Um, Peter, do you? In what? <laughs> in the one. I do. I do. I do. Yeah, I know that some people don't, and I've got a family member who doesn't, who's like very passionate about you can just get with anyone and make it work. It's about your commitment rather than waiting, looking for this special one. Um. yeah and there are some sort of especially with like arranged marriages and stuff like that there's some argument for it but I do believe especially in terms of like Adam and Eve and that being the first like um, marriage that we see where God had fashioned someone for him um, yeah and even down to um, Mary and Joseph where there was an intentionality in terms of the line of the Divinical um, David line, mm. Um, mm. where there's an intentionality around, um, and even like Rahab and stuff like that. Yeah. There's there's like there's an intentionality around that. Mm. Um, now that may be through arranged, that may be through whatever, but just knowing that God has an intention mm. around the people that He leads us towards mm. in order to get married. Yeah. Sorry for all those whose marriages haven't worked out. Um, I still believe that there is the one and there is an intentionality and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, I think a major part for me would be through, like just through discernment and stuff, Mm. praying to just be like, God, is this the one? Like, Mm. could I, or is this who you're leaning, like moving me towards in terms of marriage? Mm. Um, So for me, that is a major part of it. I think everything else, once I have clarity there, everything else kind of falls into place. Mm. Um, because if it's no, you can have everything that I'm looking for. But if I don't believe God is leading me to you, then mm. no, nah, we're not getting married. Mm. Yeah. So I mm. think for me, that's that's a major key. Mm. Peter, can I give a slightly more verbose answer? Because a, a what answer? Verbose. Okay. Um, because would you like to unpack? The, is it verbose or robose? Verbose. Verbose. Okay. Would you like to unpack that? I don't want to go on Google that's right too now. Many hmm? Too many words. Too many words. A lot okay. of words. That's cool. what verbose is. Oh, cool. Yeah, a lot of words, yeah. Just because I struggle to see the point of marriage outside of God. Mm. So where initially... Mm. So so that's the thing. Like, I know it's probably not... It's probably... Tax yeah. breaks, isn't it? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> that, that's No, that's what I was going to say. Like, way before, you know, there was incentive. There mm-hmm. was, like, literally legal financial incentive to being in a committed relationship but that's also because back in the day government i think recognized the benefits of like you know like um i think it's washington is it george washington or lincoln that you know literally said you can't govern a nation without the bible like they recognize the principles and you look at some of the laws and almost all of them even if they haven't been taken from the bible mirror mm. the bible so I recognize that there was incentive and, you know, there, there was some encouragement to my outside of God and the fact that he established it and everything that Mo, you said, I think is on point. But I struggle to see it outside of God. And so whenever, whenever anyone asks me what's a good reason to marry, or at least when I was going to get married and people were asking me, it was hard to come up with an objectively, um, intuitively true statement to say this is why I get, I'm get i getting married mm. other than I believe this is what God wants me to do mm. and this is what mm-hmm. God has for me yeah. and this person is the chisel through uh, with which God you know chips away at certain parts of my um, personality um, and, and all of those things um, so I, I just struggle 
to make that argument for anyone else other than people that are in Christ and in mm. God. Um, and if you are to ask me why I do why I got married in Christ and in God, it's just exactly what Mo said in that. I believe I was at a stage where God wanted me to, you know, God knew marriage was going to be another tool to help me grow and, and, and to um, fulfill and, and mm. to do all of those things. So it was, it literally just comes down to God for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Yeah. And I think the one reason I do actually like Pia's answer is when um, Jesus was asked about marriage, he just took it right back to this is the intention that God had for it, that a man would leave his father and like cleave to, they'll become one. Mm. Um, And if you divorce, then you make the person an adulterer, this Mm. and that. And then the disciples was like, like it was so radical that even the disciples were like, then it's better for no one to get married. Mm. And like before I had overlooked that, but Mm. I'm like, yo, like you, like Jesus said this. And I'm like, yeah, that's calm. But then Mm. when I like, why should yeah, I get married the then? Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. I can't divorce yeah. her and all of these, yeah. why should I get married? <laughs> if I can't divorce her, why should I get married? You know, like that. That is <laughs> no, literally... No, but it is. It is a death sentence. Well, not death sentence, but you are locking yourself away. So it's, it's a life sentence. Like, it's a life sentence, yeah. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's very much like, why Why should I get into this when Proverbs is like, um, it's better to live in a roof by yourself than to live with a... Uh, uh, live in a mansion with a, with a nagging with wife. Nagging wife. That's like <laughs> dripping tap. Like Chinese torture. You know, and you know them ones where I find it interesting that it's only the wife that's the dripping tap. <laughs> Mad. Um, Yo. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, like even Jesus in like shedding light on marriage links it directly to God. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is why God instituted it. And it reflects a divine union. Like marriage in and of itself reflects a divine union. Um, like we could be animalistic and just have sex, keep it moving. Mm. <laughs> which, which is unfortunately where things where, where things, things are moving now. You know, now, um, nowadays it's like people make the argument there are more women than men, and thus monogamy is not even a natural thing. Which I agree with because monogamy and marriage and all of those things and sex in and of itself is instituted by God mm-hmm. and therefore I'm not going to make it a natural thing yeah. I'm going to review it as a divine thing mm-hmm. um, and respect it as such so um, yeah I do like that and but it's also recognising that not everyone was built for marriage because mm. mm. when the disciples were asked then we should all just remain single Jesus was like not everyone has got that grace yeah. some people were made to be eunuchs some people not so even Paul was like I'm not getting married now to hope that other people will be like me but mm. if you do get married you haven't sinned yeah. So yeah, some people. So even though there's more women than men, some some women are nuns. Mm. Some men are priests, Catholic priests, not well, not just Catholic, but priests who aren't having sex and stuff. And so <laughs> <You> there's <hope. laughs> you well, would hope. I think I, I think <laughs> I read. Hope. I think I read that the Pope is looking to revoke that actually. That would be good. And make it such that priests can uh, get married or have sex or something. That would, that would be good. Because some of them, because of the repressed S- sexual decision, some little boys. Yeah. They, they take it out and like I'm, I've, I've heard stories of how like priests have ran their monasteries like sex slaves just sleeping with the nuns and just going rife and whenever they try to report it to the local head or whatever it just brushes it off um, so yeah it's just like just removing the ammunition from the enemy mm. just removing it so yeah for me I'm just like if you still believe you're meant to be a eunuch do your thing but if not fam don't don't play with fire just you know like that yeah. Um, so yeah mm. I would even extend it to the whole of life life is meaningless without God yeah, yeah. Mm. how about yourself what is a good reason to get married yeah Robert don't say love if you're burning with lust, get married. It's in the Bible. It is in the Bible. <laughs> it is in the Bible. But that's wildly. to someone who is betrothed. Wildly. Someone who is betrothed and is unable to maintain his sexual desire towards the version he's betrothed to. For real? Yeah. That was specific to mm-hmm. someone's betrothed. Oh. Does that say that in the Bible? Yeah. Oh. Mm. This is why it's good to study. <laughs> Because it's a case in which you could be like, yeah, like, uh, uh, get married, tutus, I don't like you anymore because mm. I've, I've satisfied that, that itch. Mm. Post-nut clarity. 
<laughs> you should see Peter's eyes. Just huh? That's a scientific term. I'm surprised Peter wasn't looking at the timestamp. <laughs> I did afterwards. <laughs> I, I I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I, I wanted to say it, but I was like, I was I was I was gonna say it in the is same this way. Is a like, thing? It is a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. Like I've heard. Don't I've you heard... know that's a thing? I get the concept. <laughs> I get the concept. I didn't know there was a word for it. Like or yes, a phrase. The whole phrase for it. It's it's like um. It's so um, Lil Wayne once said, "Can I say this? Don't. I shouldn't say it. Nah, you're stressing me. <laughs> no, let's 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 take let's take it back to so even um." David's son, who lost it after his sister. Yeah, and then that. after, I was just he like, I hate you. Get out. That's mad. That is mad. That's so, so bad. So, yeah, bad. It's, it's it's a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. You can see somebody who said that. Fine, we're all adults here. Yeah, we are. That's nah, cool. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, <laughs> Do you know what, yeah? When I, I, was, see that when I was working in schools, this is hilarious. The, the headmaster, yeah, one day, he was walking through the school and, like, he was in a, like, weirdly happy mood and, like, students were outside of the classroom. Instead of him telling them, like, they've been sent out of the class, instead of him telling them off, just be like, oh, don't do that again. Go back in. And then afterwards, we were walking, I was walking back home with one of the supply teachers and he's like, he must have got that good, good this morning. <laughs> So, yeah. all, all, you know, all jokes aside, it is... It is, it is a real thing. Yeah. Right, cool. <laughs> he grin. It is grin. Let's yeah, go. i got a dot in it, so... <laughs> um, sorry, what's the question? What's a good reason to marry? Well, you said... you said um, <laughs> If you burn with lust and get married. Yeah, but that's not, no, that's, that's, that's not a good reason. That's not a good reason. Because no. um, after that honeymoon, you may be looking at her sideways. Yeah. And just because as a Christian, like... You should be able to get to a place of self-discipline, I think, anyway. Sorry? I feel like as a Christian, if you've got the Holy Spirit in you, then self, I mean, self-discipline self should be a thing. I think self-control being a fruit. Yeah. Should, you should see that, yeah. Yes. Yeah, the the reason I struggle with self-discipline is because it becomes Self-control, I meant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what Because otherwise it becomes a works thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. Go for a run. Uh, take a cold shower. Don't know the things I used to do. Sorry? Before, before you got married. Who me? Yeah. It didn't always work. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. I love the honesty. Woo! Works once or twice and then it's like... Well, Your body's like... Now I'm, sh I'm shivering, but... <laughs> still. I need to keep myself warm. Yeah. Um, for me, a good reason to get married. Um, I think... Not the only reason, but like a reason that's helped for me is um because she completes me no forget that <laughs> um <laughs> no someone that um who someone how can i put this someone who by us being together allows us to be more fruitful together and as individuals okay. um when it comes to the work of the church that's something that's, that's always been something that's important to me. Mm -hmm. um, and you're not becoming a Salvation Army officer, yeah? Of course not. Yeah, you are. You know, you know, I, I, was, I was having a conversation with, who was it? Someone yesterday. And apparently, um, so there's these things in the Salvation Army called pioneers. Mm. So they're basically Salvation Army officers that haven't gone through, um, like, the training and stuff. I'm in school. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. That's so disrespectful. And so, and like, because they haven't gone through the thing and become officers, mm. they're doing the same, they're, they're, they're doing the, the work, they're doing the work of officers, mm. but getting paid so much more for it. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> they're getting paid a lot more for it because it's, it's almost like they are external people coming to do mm. a job sort of thing. Yeah. So apparently, like, a lot of officers are um, stepping down as officers. Yeah, <laughs> so they <laughs> Peak. <laughs> which I think is funny but mm. you gotta do what you gotta do um, I s have a slight issue with that though okay. and as much as I agree, I agree with so this is going back to your point in yeah. terms of um, ministry and stuff like that so I have I, I think I think my issue is the balance with which you hold that notion so I've, I've heard someone view marriage predominantly as a utilitarian thing where it's just like, you're here to help me do what I need to do. 
as my help me, you're here to help me do what I need to do. Mm. Um, and I'm like, that almost tastes bad. Mm. Where it's like, where's the love? Where's the unity? Where's the like the coupling? Mm. I, I'm just utilizing you to further this. Mm. Whilst in essence, in essence, God doesn't need you in order to fulfill that ministry. He doesn't need you. He wants you and he's folded you in, but he doesn't necessarily need you. And I feel like marriage reveals a lot more of God's character than just his operation on earth. But mm. there's like the tenderness, the unity, the forgiveness, the the cohabitation of sinful and flawed men, where it's not just, this is just a means to display how he died for the church. Mm. But it's a means to display how he continually and lovingly like lives with the church. Mm. So that's that's so. I, I don't think that's how you oh, no, envisioned no, that's, it. Because yeah. what, what I sort of got from it, um, I think by virtue of knowing Robert a little bit as well, uh, knowing that you know coming from the Salvation Army, that sort of ministry work is is sort of integral to what they do. Oh, that's that's it's, it's not even coming from a place of. Of well, it's even what you said. What you said reminded me of a, a, a line that says, "You know, I love you not because of who you are, but because of who I am with you." And that aspect mm. of being more fruitful, both individually and as a unit, sort of stood out in what you said to yeah. me. Anyway, yeah, and, and like I've been told that it is a weird thing to say, mm. but I think that saying that you want to be with someone for the love of reasons. Those reasons come and go. Those, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, like those yeah. feelings yeah. will come and go. So it's kind of a thing of I don't even have to mention that because those are kind of part, part and parcel to relationships and marriage. Mm, mm, so mm. there's other things that are important as well. Of course, yeah. Which yeah. is which, which is no, why you said one of them. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Not, 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 That's not, not the most important. Mm. Um, obviously, having someone that I can, I feel like I, I, I can be myself around someone who will um, help me be a better version of myself, and I can do those same things. For that person as well, mm. um, yeah, just someone that I can be a good unit doer with, mm. yeah. um, yeah, and and like what looks uh, and what that looks like for me might not might might mean that the answer is not sufficient when I tell that to other people, mm. Mm. but you know your 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 union is <laughs> your union. It's your it's your deal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, man. It's, mm. the, it's your wife, so the benefits and the and the unbenefits <laughs> <laughs> they're your burden your blessing um, your burden trust me what'd you say they're your blessing your burden oh please have said something about the bedroom anyway your uh, bedroom as well hey hopefully that could be other people's bedrooms relax with that just look <laughs> <they're not in laughs> relax, relax with that yeah what do you mean yeah no i know what you're saying mm. How do you feel about having sex in people's houses? Don't ask me stupid questions. No, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's the first time I've said that on the podcast. No, ask me stupid questions. It's, I feel like it's somewhat an invasion of privacy. It's it's a disrespect to other people's spaces. Like Having sex in other people's houses, what's the feeling on it? What's got the stupid smile? No, no, no. The, because I thought about it is, would I want someone to have sex in my house? Uh huh. I'd punch you up. Are <laughs> <laughs> you mean? What? No. I, I feel like it doesn't respect the space. Like, just, yeah. yeah. What if you allowed them to like stay over for the night? Oh, then I fully expect you can do whatever you want because you're staying over. No, no, no. My thing is, you're staying over for the night. So what? You can't restrain yourself for one night. That defeats the point of marriage, doesn't it? Hmm? No, 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 fam. You going back to your <laughs> your house? Isn't it? Just do your thing in your house. I don't know, if, I, if you're staying over for the night with your wife, I kind of, you know, maybe I'll buy new sheets or something. Like, I kind of, I, I I don't know. For me, that's different than we're having a party and you guys are going to Go to the bathroom. Yeah, like. <laughs> what if we're still married, though? Sorry? What if we're still married? Is that... What if they're married? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, even if they are married. That's still okay to go to, go to the bathroom? And... No. In someone else's house. I don't know. I feel icky about it. <laughs> like, you, like th- them ones there's like... Your wife gives you a burger and that, and you look at your wife like, oh, slow down. Let's go. Like, raw. I, I feel icky about it. That's all. Don't worry. Your, your, your mind will change with time. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll 
Don't stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't go out. That's all. Yeah. Wow, that's the kind of ride you want to have. Anyway, um, just quickly, so... Uh, Stress. <laughs> I lost his train of thought. Well, you know, sometimes we have to have these adult conversations. And there's actually a question I want to ask you, but I'll leave it for off the podcast because I don't know if you're going to want to. It's just about contraception, but it can wait. Um, <laughs> you can ask, because that's, that's an educational thing. Like, uh, that's an academic thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, if, I don't know if this question is academic or then. Okay, okay. <laughs> if he's hesitated, <laughs> it's, it's not Okay, forget, forget, yeah, forget. Yeah, yeah, um, right. So quickly, before we round up, um, outside of um, sex, what ways has, has marriage benefited you? <laughs> <laughs> None, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I think... Um, Having someone as committed to me as I am to them. Mm. So I, one thing that you said in terms of... How do you know someone's committed to you as, as much as you're, you're committed to them? Can you not so seize the doubt, please? I'm no, just no, asking. No, 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 no. Like, like literally. <laughs> no, no, no. Just the, the way that you're like to invest into that person and the person invests into you to make you a better person both collectively and individually. Mm-hmm. So the way that Jamila has invested into me, like... I, I say it to everyone, I wouldn't be where I am without God's grace shed through her. Mm. In that, like, as a photographer, as a videographer, as a creative in general, I wouldn't be here without her consistent support mm. and consistent willingness to invest into me. Not just, you can do it, but, like, actually going out and buying me stuff mm. when we ain't got no funds. So I wouldn't spend the money to buy those stuff. Do you feel like you ever quantify how much you guys do for each other to see if, if, if it's equal? Nah. So I, d- I personally don't do that. I'm just like, I'm your biggest cheerleader. Whatever you want to do, I'll root for you. And I see you doing that for me. So I don't, I, I don't do that personally. I'm not like, oh, I cheered for you three times last week. You only did it once. Um, oh, pagan. What's, what's going on there? So yeah, that's me personally. I don't do that. But I do see that um, championing of other people's um habits interest and stuff like that that is that is good mm. um and that has been beneficial kid mm. pete mm. yeah no i think yeah definitely i see i see a lot of value in being a better version of myself you know just by virtue of things like martial arts and stuff like that that's always one of the goals so you know you do 10 push-ups today tomorrow you want to do 11 maybe not at that rate but that's the mentality that you always have. And so for me, one thing that I, I've i been uh, cognizant of or that I've, I've been able to see is that I am with, with Anita, a better version of myself. And she's, you know, she literally, I, I think I said earlier on, she has been that chisel that um, God's used to chip away at things. Um, and similarly, I see in her that there, she is a better version of herself. You know, we got married however many um, years ago and well only two years ago <laughs> i'm like yeah we've been married for, forever no um but who we were when we got married we are significantly better people significantly wiser significantly more experienced people than who we were before we got married and i think marriage allows for that to be a perpetual thing um and, and sharing your life with someone because you go through things day in day out sharing those experiences with someone else it perpetually you allow you end up being that for one another so that's definitely one way it should have, have benefited oh, that's very nice yeah. all right let's round up cool let's round up the cups Ooh, congratulations to tyson fury yeah seven hey, round. pictures that are so seven well round man made man throwing a towel um yeah i think um my hookup mm. i've done this before is <laughs> go into nature, go for a walk. Um, yeah, just declutter. I think that's it, declutter. Both your mind and your physical space. Yeah. yeah. I'll give a, a really bad uh, hookup because this is a game I downloaded. Uh, that's just, it's just silly fun. Um, what game is it? A Hunter Assassin. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so it's literally just a game where you're supposed to dodge people. It's like a, yeah, you, you go into like a, it's almost like a maze. You have to dodge people that are trying to shoot you. 
and then get behind them and then kill them. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I saw that on YouTube. It actually looks wavy. Yeah, it probably didn't. Hunter Assassin. Yeah. Where it's like you put an arrow somewhere. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were being... No, 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 no. I saw it actually looked wavy. It and is. then like you shoot them and then like gems come out of yes. them and then you collect yeah, the gems. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. right, right. yeah. I was looking at it today and I was like, oh, this game might be wavy, you know? It is. Hunter Assassin. Cool. Uh, my hookup is a friend of the podcast. Hey. Jelade. Um, oh... Yeah, I've been thinking about him a lot lately. Kevin. Um, don't tell people his alias. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check him out. Photographer, videographer. Just overall inspirational guy. Mm. Check out his stuff. Go to his website. www.jolade.com. J-O-L-A-D-E. Jolade. Um, yeah. Check him out. Check him hey, out. Check do you know what? Like, I, he, he's posted this on his Insta, so I have no qualms about sharing this. But like, man shot... A documentary for Samuel L. Jackson. Are yeah. you mad? Yeah. Are you mad? Yeah, Jay's out here doing things, bro. Jay's and you know them where they just dropped it casually, yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm grateful for this work with Samuel." I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. Yeah. I would, I would have put that on a banner or something. Just, <laughs> just. And so you walk past the house. Yeah, I shot for L. You know, Jackson. No, like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Book me. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right, shout out to Ridgewood Intro Outro Music, Cabin Tunnel for the Ordinary Amazing logo. You can find us at Twitter at Defenders UK. Mm. Email us at tbestfurnace.com. Mm. Find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Bachelor's Furnace. The apostrophe on all the podcast websites and apps, including iTunes, Spotify, all them things there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackstone's Furnace with the apostrophe. I think that's it. That's it. Cool. And I guess this is Blackstone's Furnace signing out. Blah. Blah.